0: That's 800-984-4207
1: Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi Let's
2: get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. we got a lot to get to on the show here today. It is Wednesday, that means last night in WA Power. There was not a new edition of AEW Dark. That edition aired on Friday as kind of a go home show for the pay per view on Saturday. So. The only new programming last night was NWA Power. What did you think of the show? I very much enjoyed it. What did you like? What did you not like? I cannot wait until Friday when Jim Valley returns to talk about Aaron Stevens. I got a lot to say about him, but we'll talk about that on Friday. So we can talk about that. We got AEW and NXT tonight. Both shows live. AEW and TNT, NXT on the WWE Network. And yes, obviously, the big story, bigger than all of that, is the return of CM Punk. He has debuted on WWE Backstage. We'll talk about this when we come back from the break, but right now, CM Punk is not under contract to WWE. He is under contract to Fox. He is signed for WWE Backstage. Now, will he return to wrestling? I don't know. CM Punk has done interviews indicating that the door is open to various things, but he has indicated that he is not interested in returning to pro wrestling. Now, obviously, there's a lot of pay-per-views coming up. There's Saudi shows coming up. There's so much money involved in going to Saudi Arabia. We'll see if CM Punk stays out of professional wrestling, if he just sticks to this WWE backstage show on Fox, or if he is uh, FS1, or if he is going to return to the ring. We have ratings news from Monday night. Some all-time records were set by Raw on Monday night. A lot of people are going to point to football, but there's football every week. There's big games every week. This is an all-time low. We'll talk about that, plus Survivor Series and so much more. Back in a moment to kick it off, Wrestling Observer Live.
0: Charge of hiring and indeed has solutions like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. And we give you this toy monkey, which will bang its symbols when the right resume appears. Okay, there is no monkey.
3: I said there
4: is no monkey!
0: But skills tests, that's a for sure.
3: See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit indeed.com/slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Tonight at 10 Eastern on CNBC, an all-new Back in the Game. Remember Ryan Lochte? At age 34, he's having to pack up his medals, downsize his home, face a very uncertain future. That's
2: where I come in. I'm Alex Rodriguez. Now that I'm retired, I want to give back by helping ex-athletes and entertainers that damage their reputations and their finances and want to get back on their feet.
3: Why did you lie?
2: I I didn't lie. Can Ryan rebuild his career and provide a stable life for his growing family?
1: Back in the Game. All-new tonight, 10 Eastern. CNBC. Get yours. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show,
2: Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We got a lot of news to get into here today. So, let's not waste any time. Last night, the return of CM Punk, kind of, to WWE. CM Punk is, in fact, getting... A gig on the WWE Backstage show. This is from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. After a five-year absence from WWE programming, CM Punk resurfaced on tonight's episode of WWE Backstage. Renee Young introduced Punk towards the end of the show. Punk entered the studio to cult of personality, walked to the camera, and said, It's as simple as this. Just when you think they have the answers, I change the culture. He then said he would be on next week's episode of Backstage. In a press release, it was noted that Punk would be joining WWE backstage as a special contributor and analyst. He will be making select appearances in the studio with regular host Young and Booker T. It was previously reported in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that Punk's agents contacted Fox about being part of WWE backstage. He took part in a screen test. No information on his status had been revealed until now. He walked out of WWE January 2014 the day after that year's Royal Rumble. WWE Backstage airs on Tuesdays, 11 p.m. Eastern on FS1. It is a Fox Sports production, which means that Punk will be working for Fox rather than WWE. So a lot to get into here. First off, I do not have the numbers for last night's WWE Backstage, but the week earlier, the show did 49,000 viewers. That is not, I am not misspeaking, 49,000 viewers.
4: That's the culture that he's going to try to change.
2: So, I can only imagine, like if I'm CM Punk, to get me to come back to a show that's doing 49,000 viewers after being out of wrestling for five years, I mean, you've got to pay me a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Now... What I could tell you about negotiations with Punk are that Punk did, in fact, negotiate with AEW. I know that Punk's story, I don't even know what his story is now, but I know that the story he gave indicated, like, they sent me some texts and it was this and it was that. CM Punk met in person with Tony Khan about AEW, and they offered him a lot of money. And he ended up doing this WWE on Fox gig. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. It could mean that CM Punk does not, in fact, have any interest in actually wrestling. It could be that CM Punk wants to continue doing what he's doing in his life. He's over the in-ring aspect of it. He was given a great deal to not even work every week. They made it abundantly clear... That he is not a host of this show. He is a special contributor who will be making appearances on a regular basis. He's not even going to be there every week. So it could be Fox has got a lot of money. It could be that Fox offered him a ridiculous amount of money to occasionally show up as a contributor for a show on FS1. And he took the money and that's what he's doing. It could be that CM Punk does in fact want to wrestle. And he knows that at this point, with WWE's new television deals, they're going to offer him a ridiculous amount of money to wrestle. I don't have exact numbers, okay? But the amount of money that WWE is paying people for Saudi Arabia is astounding. It's astounding what people are making to do Saudi Arabia. Maybe he wants to come back for the Saudi Arabia deal. I mean, if if this guy, like whatever money he made in WWE, the first run, I mean, he's going to make so much money if he just did Saudi Arabia shows. It's not even funny. He wouldn't even have to do a regular contract with WWE. I don't know what his plans are. All I know is what happened last night, and it is a Fox deal. He is not under contract to WWE. WWE did announce this on their website. WWE did give the okay to Fox to have CM Punk on this show, so they were open to that. Nobody knew about it except Renee Young. Everybody else in studio was as surprised as everybody watching. But it is amazing that CM Punk's return to wrestling occurred in 2019 after midnight on a show that did 49,000 viewers last week. I would never have expected that but that's what happened
4: so in that case it's very 2019 now isn't it,
2: it this is the weirdest year in wrestling in a long time
4: it's kind of crazy it really really is and it'll be interesting to see if this is just purely turns into a fox deal i, I want to see if this show lasts you know and hey here's the deal with with fs one and these studio shows that are like this you know these types of Lucas oil motorsports and bass fishing type of shows, where these studio NASCAR hub type of shows is it can go on with low ratings forever. It's just a matter of will WWE continue to maintain interest in it? I mean, that show could do 15,000 people, it will find a home somewhere on FS1, even if it's three o'clock in the morning or on FS. Actually, those numbers on FS2 might put it in prime time. Probably does, you know, unless they got some sort of sporting event and actually live taking place. So it can last forever. And who knows if this is gonna to lead to something with Punk in in WWE, if it leads to something more with him with Fox, which hey, CM Punk's gonna cover hockey in some aspect or do personality stories for Fox and pop up in different places. I'm I'm completely okay with that as well too um we'll just have to see it it is crazy this whole thing is crazy the whole story of cm punk and leaving and everything that took place on cole cabana's podcast that 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 got us to this it's all it's all almost surreal to see him coming back and to come out out there last night and not only after midnight by the way too but did you like how the fact that because of the way they had he stepped into the
2: shadows you couldn't even see him (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> I was, was like, uh, oh
2: my God, that's the return of CM Punk. It was, uh,
4: yeah, it was very 2019, but uh, everybody in their mother is going to want him back or are going to expect him back. This is going to do nothing to quell CM Punk chants, which will take place at WWE shows, I believe, forever at this point, but yeah, this is this is crazy. This is crazy, and it's hard to really say anything right now because he's not working directly for WWE or anything like that, but... You know, I guess maybe this will be the new game show. You know, we'll have uh, WWE-sponsored TV events where where people will pop back up out of the shadows like The Ultimate Warrior and Randy Savage and people we never thought we'd see back in the graces of WWE.
2: person here, is CM Punk by any chance a WWE employee and not just a Fox employee? No, he is signed to Fox. He is not signed to WWE. This person says, I know people are going to call CM Punk a salad and hypocrite, and they can argue about semantics if they want to. But no matter how you slice it, CM Punk is back with WWE in this fashion at the moment. Actually, he's not. It's not semantics. He's not signed to WWE. He's signed to Fox.
4: Now, you can say, I mean, if you wanted to try to say, I guess, some sort of guilt by association or something like that. But, I mean, if you're CM Punk, too, and also, I guess you could justify this this way, is I'm sure WWE and Triple H don't necessarily like CM Punk. I mean, they would take him back because, you know, doing business is doing business and all that sort of good stuff. But, like... I I'm Dude. sure
2: I'm sure everything is not perfect. Listen. Doing business is doing business, okay? But if you guys recall, CM Punk was offered a match with Triple H at WrestleMania, okay? He said that there was nothing special to him about a match with Triple H. And he walked out. Okay. H
4: needed him, he didn't need Triple H. Do you
2: guys realize who we're talking about here when we talk about Triple H? I know that everybody remembers Uncle Paul, all right? <laughs> but I am rewatching Raw from 1999 and 2000, and we're not even at the peak of Triple H yet. Peak Paul? This guy buried more guys than I can even count. This guy in the year 2000 was, in fact, like Dusty Rhodes in the 80s. Everybody, he was in every program, everybody in every interview had to talk about Triple H. The whole company was built around him during a period when Rock and Austin were both there. You don't think Triple H is never going to forget that? That CM Punk said there's nothing special about working with Triple H at WrestleMania and then walked out of the company? That will always be there. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
0: Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531.
3: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? is really a war against us all.
0: But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer
2: Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person says. I know that it could mean nothing, but CM Punk showing up on WWE backstage has got to increase the odds of an in-ring return, right? This could be similar to 2K, what they have done with the likes of Warrior Sting, Goldberg, and bringing them back to the company. Okay. Obviously, obviously, him being on WWE backstage has to increase the odds of him returning as a wrestler. All right? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not... I am not going to sit here and say that he's not going to come back as a wrestler. But let's think about this for a second, okay? If you're CM Punk and your plan is to return to WWE as a wrestler, instead of showing up as a surprise in Chicago at Survivor Series, You're just going to walk out after midnight on a studio show on FS1 that did 49,000 viewers last week? That's what you're going to do for your big return? If he's going to return to wrestling, why in God's name didn't he do it on the biggest stage that he could? A huge pay-per-view in his hometown. It doesn't even make any sense. Now, maybe he just figured, well, I'll come out here and get this job, and then, I guess... I'll go to WWE and wrestle later. Maybe that was his plan. But the other thing you have to think about is, do you guys remember how frustrated CM Punk was with WWE booking and the WWE schedule and everything involving WWE in 2014? Can we look back at WWE in 2014 as compared to WWE in 2019? It's... A thousand times worse today. If this guy has paid even the slightest bit of attention to what's going on in WWE in 2019, he's honestly going to come back to wrestling in 2019 after it practically killed him in his own words in 2014? I'm skeptical he's coming back to wrestling. But, yes, the odds are obviously better now that he is doing WWE Backstage than they were, for example, a week ago.
4: I, too, am skeptical that he'll come back to wrestling, at least on a full-time basis, but I'm not so skeptical about him coming back for a one-off. Now, there is one thing when it comes to the video game deal uh, where, you know, Randy Savage was, was back doing WWE things on a WWE licensed product, but he was not back in the fold. You know, he until his death was not going to show up and be in the ring. You know, it was surprising that warrior was that sting was, you know, for different reasons, but Randy Savage didn't get that last moment, you know? So this doesn't necessarily mean the door is swinging wide open And one of the reasons why is, you know, the promo you kind of cut at the end there where you kind of cut me off of the first segment. But, you know, more than them trying to sabotage him, you know, I'm sure in his mind with undesirable matches, with undesirable results, you know, forget about the— Forget
2: about trying to bankrupt him.
4: Well, hold on. That's exactly my point, though, is forget about the Ryback thing. Forget about— you know, stopping you from getting the deal that Brock Lesnar ended up getting a year later with the outside sponsors and all that sort of stuff, where I have the, a big moat for me with all this is, you know, the doctor that misdiagnosed you and caused you all of this strife, the doctor that sued you for this Z-Pack and this conversation you had with with Colt Cabana that seemingly was a lawsuit that was, you know, he didn't have that kind of money, so he seemed to be, you know, and many people thought, backed by WWE, spitefully going after him. Speaking of spite, serving him with papers. Uh, was he fired or was he served with the legal papers? I can't recall. On his wedding day, you know, the the level that this got to was this was beyond Bruno, You know, Bruno was the one who always fired the shots at at WWF in the wrestling business when he left. This was worse than some of the other uh, dramatics that they've had with people who have been on the outside. Again, you know, with the exception of like Randy Savage, which was quietly done, there haven't been too many people that have been excommunicated in the same way and, you know, decided also to to hold the match to burn the bridge in the way that that CM Punk did. So... You know, this is opening the door. Yeah, it does make it far more possible. It sure is going to make it far more annoying for WWE because CM Punk Chants, especially in Chicago, those things will never subside now. And if he doesn't. Oh, it's going to be worse there, than ever. That's the thing. If he doesn't pop out there in Chicago, which is a really good shot that he does not because, again, he's not a WWE employee, I mean, I don't know. You may have asked for it that way, but it's those. Heavy, like real life, real money, you know, losing your best friend and and all that. Those are the things that are – that's going to be – if he ever goes back on a regular basis or goes back at least with a more direct connection to WWE that – you know, it's hard to reconcile sitting here from the outside, but it's, it's not my life either. So, you know, the only thing I can do from the outside is kind of put myself in his position as we talk about this sort of stuff. And, you know, that stuff, forget about all the wrestling stuff. That real life stuff is where yes, I'm so bitter that
2: would be tough for me to try to get over that. Well, again. here's the bottom line. If I'm CM Punk, do I re-sign with WWE in 2019? Hell no. But I am not CM Punk, so we shall see. Now also last night on the backstage show, a couple of notes. They announced that The Miz and Page have re-signed. It was noted both of their new contracts are multi-year deals. <laughs> you need material
4: for the show, I guess. That's why Page was uh announced. Well, they've I guess. they've
2: both they both re-signed. They also announced that Johnny Gargano is off the Survivor Series weekend shows Uh due to injury. This from Johnny Gargano on his Twitter. Actually, I lost Johnny Gargano's Twitter, but I'm going to find it right here. Actually, you know what? It's on my own. (laughs) (laughs) Full honesty, Johnny Gargano says, I'm really proud of our team, but sitting back and watching the NXT crew represent on Raw and SmackDown from the sidelines has been hard. My silver lining was the hope that I'd be able to make it back for TakeOver, but that is not the case. I am heartbroken. It was announced on WWE Backstage that Gargano was not medically cleared to compete as the result of a neck injury. Mm. Now, here's what I know and here's what I don't know, okay? I know for a fact that the injury is legitimate. And there have been all sorts of people online that have determined that this is a work He took the brain buster on the ramp. It's a storyline. It all fits perfectly. It is not a storyline. Johnny Gargano is not medically cleared as a result of a neck injury. Now, what I do not know is if this is the result of the brain buster on the ramp. Now, what I can tell you is if you go back to the Brian and Vinny show, whatever week it was that Finn Balor debuted and dropped him on his head, if you go back to that show, I freaked out as a result of that brain buster. I said, This dude either took a brain buster on his head on the steel ramp, or Finn Balor's like the greatest worker I've ever seen. He lifted this guy up and he dropped him straight down, and you could hear this clunk, and they showed uh they showed a replay from like the angle directly where you could see his head. Clunk. On the metal ramp. And the fact of the matter is, Johnny Gargano has a neck injury and he has not been seen since. So, I don't know if he had a neck injury going in and this was a way to write him out of storylines. I don't know if he did not have a neck injury and he got a neck injury being dropped on his head. But all I know is that happened and he has a neck injury and he's out. It sucks.
4: It- big time i tell you what johnny gargano's (laughs) more and more goes by i think to myself it's like man he's gonna be one awesome trainer at that school unfortunately sooner rather than later uh he just man it's just too darn it (laughs) you know he seems to be so snake bitten with these injuries and uh we've had a great it's been a great run for like if it stopped tomorrow it's like man johnny gargano has had a great career i don't think it's over with yet i have to see what happens here but like Man, he gets injury after injury, and they always seem to be ones where they, like this, with a neck that, you know, may keep you out for a long period of time. You know, with, with his back and everything else, it's just, you know, the worst place for a guy, you know, a wrestler to have injuries.
2: I mentioned this on another show right around the time that it happened, but the week before they did the Brain Buster on the ramp, on AEW they did a package pile driver on the ramp, with Pentagon and Christopher Daniels. And I watched it, and I thought, dude, Daniels either landed on his head on the metal, or Pentagon is the greatest worker I've ever seen. And lo and behold, it turned out that, in fact, Christopher Daniels bonked his head on the metal ramp, taking that package pile driver there. He was fine, but he did hit his head. And it's just that, and the brain buster, like I said, I don't know if it was the brain buster, It could have been a pre-existing injury, and that was a spot they used to write him off. I don't know. But there's, like, certain moves that if there's an accident, you're guaranteed to get hurt. And the reality in wrestling is, you know, there are accidents all the time. And so there's, like, a certain level of risk that I don't think the guy should take. But they do. And sometimes these things happen. It reminds me of that Britt Baker match where... They did a match where because Britt Baker had a concussion, B Priestley was kicking her in the head. Well, the whole reason she had the concussion was B Priestley kicked her in the head and accidentally concussed her. So if it were me, I would not have done a match where someone was kicking at my previously concussed head. Let's take care of ourselves, everybody. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
3: Tonight at 10 Eastern on CNBC, an all-new Back in the Game. Remember Ryan Lochte? At age 34, he's having to pack up his medals, downsize his home, face
2: a very uncertain future. That's where I come in. I'm Alex Rodriguez. Now that I'm retired, I want to give back by helping ex-athletes and entertainers that damage their reputations and their finances and want
3: to get back on their feet. Why did you lie? I, I didn't lie. Can Ryan rebuild his career and provide a stable life for his growing family? Back in the Game, all-new tonight, 10 Eastern, CNBC. Get yours. The great thing about facts, they're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities. Or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on Sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W-30.
1: Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive cpurple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you, it's your mattress. Fortunately Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888.
3: Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans, and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back
2: in the show, Brian Elber is here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Going against what ended up as the biggest Monday night football game of the year, Raw set a record low for a non-major holiday show, doing 2.06 million viewers on a Monday night. Mm. Episode expected to do a weak number. The combination of the San Francisco 49ers-Seahawks game and that Raw was taped. But, of course, Raw faces football every fall, and they have for well over 20 years. And this was the record low for a non-major holiday show. On top of that, the third hour was lower than the third hour of Christmas and New Year's. So it was the least-watched third hour all-time, all my life. There has never been a third hour of Raw. Christmas, New Year's, football, election, whatever. Never has there been a third hour of Raw lower than the third hour of Raw on Monday night. Yeah, but Brian... The hours, hold on, 2.36 million, 2.06 million, 1.75 million. They lost 300,000 viewers every hour. The biggest... First or third hour drop all time, all my life. 18 to 49 women dropped 28%. Men 18 to 49 dropped 32%. Teenagers, boys and girls down 30%. Even the over 50 demo was down 19%. Look, That's you gotta th- horrible.
4: You got to throw all that out, okay? I have been told that people on YouTube really, really love the Bobby Lashley, Rusev Lana stuff. So, you know, between that and what was in uh, Eric Rowan's cage, you know what I mean? Like the YouTube numbers, well, will even those, those, those horrible third-hour numbers out and everything is, is going to be okay, right?
2: You know what I want is for everybody to stop subscribing to the website and just watch the clips on YouTube. That will surely turn this business around. <laughs> Do you guys know who watches on YouTube when those – segments do massive numbers. Bots. It's not people in America. It's not people that could have watched Raw but had something else to do, so they watched the clips later to catch up. It's people from India and India loves them. All over the world. <laughs> it's it's like not it's not you and me and my buddy. These are people from other countries. I was even told I don't know if this is true. I shouldn't even say this I don't know if it's true, but somebody told me that most of these views are from countries where those segments are edited off the show, and so they want to see them, and so they watch them on YouTube. So no, it's not making up for a record-low third hour, the biggest first-to-third-hour drop in history. None of that is making up for these numbers. These are horrible numbers. And by the way, an, an update. So yesterday we went down the Survivor Series card, and I told you that the... Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, and Roderick Strong match may be changed. No. All right. There was a plan to change that match, but as of today, the plan has changed. So right now...
4: Wait, the, wait, the plan to change has changed? Yes.
2: Right now, that match is still on. Now, God. who knows what will happen by the time Survivor Series rolls around. Stop it. But right now, that match is, is on. All right. We got a million text messages here. I am sure you're stunned. Give or take a few. Punk can do whatever the hell he wants. People are going to judge him, but it is his life. However, saying he doesn't work for WWE is absolutely ridiculous. He is. People just <laughs> need to know that he came back to WWE, but he's not working for WWE. It's a Fox contract. By Foxy, like, though. If, if you want to believe that he's working for WWE, then knock yourself out. But he's not. He's signed to Fox.
4: Now, I mean, if I guess if you're seeing, I guess there is a, a part of this where, again, because you talked about his relationship with Triple H and because this is a Fox deal, I mean, for him in some ways, I mean, it's he, he's got the, the the plausible deniability. he's working for Fox. I'm not working for WWE and I'm sure they're paying him handsomely to do this. So. I guess you can take this as, I wonder if it's pissing off anybody at WWE this is happening, but I can see why people are... Look, this is working for WWE in in a way by proxy. He'll be covering... It's not like he's going to be doing human interest stories about AEW or guys on the indie scene or anything like that. Sure, I guess that's possible. Sure, I guess they could use him in a way where he would have no interaction with anybody on WWE whatsoever. And he instead, he's going to talk to Gordon Ramsay about his love for WWE if they go over to the UK or, or something like that. I have no idea. But, I mean, you know, it is... <laughs> It is working for WWE in a way by proxy. So I, I do see why people say that. It's not like he's working for you know the NFL show or something else on Fox. He's doing a WWE show that they had to go that they had to sign off on, frankly. I mean I guess that's not official, but I mean come on, you're you're telling me that there was no you know, they obviously gave their blessing to do it. They announced the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, they gave their so. blessing,
2: but he's not working for them. He is that's... working for Fox. Yes, obviously,
0: obviously it's a
2: WWE show, but he's not working for WWE. Like, this is not a semantic issue. He's not. Saying that he is is a semantic issue, actually. This person says, real question, does next week's backstage beat Raw in the ratings? Are you kidding me? Oh, come on. Not even going to, it won't even come close. No. No. That show could have did a million viewers last
4: week. It still is not going to beat Raw in the ratings. It's just not...
3: I don't know... SmackDown did
2: 880,000 viewers on FS1. 880,000.
4: I don't even know, with him being on there, if they do 10% of that. I mean, do they do a jump back? I mean, what was... Even if it was that first week again, I just... I don't know. There's no... I cannot see that show ever doing well, and it's nothing against the content that it puts on or anything like that. It's just... In a sea of content, you know that one's going to be lost they they announced i don 't know if you saw this last month. they announced a new w w e this week with scott stanford and and the 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 traffic woman from uh channel Five up in new york is is going to be doing that it's like it's just who's going to watch that and, and not to insult them or insult the show or anything like that, but it's like my God, and this is on the network. It's just more content that is gonna be almost impossible. I wanna say impossible, but very difficult for people to keep up with and very difficult to expect
2: people to keep up with. Spreneer says, Why would he even want to wrestle when he can sit in his studio and get paid not to take bumps? He's being paid to talk, which is arguably his best skill as a wrestler. That's what I think. But well we'll see. Cool. Well, I guess, the, you know what the answer to that is, It's
4: because if you're an entertainer and you're somebody that goes out there, that rush and that spotlight is intoxicating. And no matter how old you get, if you're a fighter or a wrestler, you think you could have one more in you and you get excited and caught up in the moment. And I bet you CM Punk can have a, a, a banger with somebody. You know, people were hoping he would come back, you know, and but a couple of years ago where it's like punk could come back Daniel Bryan could they could face off in New Japan one day we we might be able to see that one day you know and i'm sure he thinks he could still do that too but he's also a seemingly smart guy maybe pretty obstreperous but he seems to be pretty intelligent when it comes to his body and things that he wants to do so we'll have to see what happens but one sure him on a regular basis i
2: would t- definitely doubt that This person says, it looks like the match with Nakamura is no longer being changed because Bryan was going to win the Intercontinental title, and now it looks like he will work with Bray for the Universal title. A very astute observer right there. Good job, observer. What are the chances Punk signs with AEW now that he has signed with Fox? A way to humiliate Vince. He is not signing with AEW. Not happening. How about Ali getting his name changed back to Mustafa Ali? WWE are idiots. He should have had this name the entire time. (laughs) In fact, his name was part of the gimmick. Mustafa means chosen one, chosen by the people, and it's exactly what he is all about. Is this just a Vince thing? Yes, it is just a Vince thing. Vince takes and removes people's names at will. Like, he's probably so happy to have Walter, he doesn't have a name he has to take away. Maybe he'll add a name. (laughs)
4: oh god you know they would with
2: walter borga you can be
4: ludwig's brother yeah but he was walter board doesn't matter (laughs) it's all europe hey weren't those guys from the uk on monday everybody's from the uk if you're dutch or german doesn't matter it's all the uk babe
2: punk looked awkward getting into the ring through the ropes it was like he forgot or something i don't need to see him wrestle especially with all the better talent that there is today It wasn't a real ring. It was a set. Dude, we don't even talk about the aspect. Listen, I know if CM Punk comes back to WWE, everyone's going to say, oh, Brian said Observer Live. He wasn't coming back. I'm not saying that. It may be better than 50%. I'm looking at all the reasons why, if I'm CM Punk, I don't come back. This guy is, how old is CM Punk now? CM Punk is 41? 41 years old. Young man. He just turned 41. So you got a 41-year-old guy. Who his body turned on him in 2014. Then he went into mixed martial arts, and I mean, forget about what happened when he was actually in the cage. That's that's the least of the problems. The problem is the training that he has yeah. done in mixed martial arts leading up to those fights. Do
4: you remember thrashed about his that? body?
2: Now he's going to come back at 41 and do like a schedule with WWE. I mean, like I said, my thought is if he comes back to the ring. It'll be for like only the Saudi shows, two times a year, but I don't picture him going back on the road. I could be wrong.
4: No, and I mean, and that's if he'd want to do the Saudi shows. You know, it, it's—I <laughs> don't know—it's it, the amount of money you throw around too. And there's another thing. It's like, uh, you know, money—money money is money—and for all of the strife that they caused him and anything like that, if he can justify you know, that Saudi paycheck, because it's going to, you know, secure a lot of things for your, your future. I mean, that that's why these guys are doing this stuff. It's not for the, the love of going over, I don't believe. You know, it's it's for the paycheck. And if that's, you know, Les Thatcher always had the, 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 the line, and I don't know if it can be, you know, coined to, to him or, or who exactly coined it, but, like, you know, we're all whores. It's just a matter of establishing price. You know, if if this is going to set up another generation, his family or like his kid or something like that for for years, I mean, you know, who's to who's to who's to say who's to judge him too much for this. And, you know, at the end of the day, it it was pro wrestling. Yes, it's business. It's his life and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, there's only so much you can judge it. So, you know, it's again, the amount of money that's being thrown around to even make something like this happen is to, to be talked about is just staggering.
2: This person says, I feel WWE needs to put CM Punk out in front of the Survivor Series audience once. Otherwise, they will ruin a great-looking pay-per-view. Well, we'll see. It's in Chicago. Like, they're either planning something or this was bad timing. It's one or the other. You think they have
4: any good faith built up where people are not going to just chant CM Punk throughout the show? Because I can see Seth Rollins. They're going to chant it the
2: whole time. Yeah,
4: and guys like Seth Rollins who have been, you know, (laughs) under the gun anyway, I can see just having a long, long day if the fans decide to do that.
2: Let's see. This person here says, You're spot on Triple H has one of the biggest egos in the industry's history. The match he offered when Punk walked out was a makeup from when he buried him in the summer of Punk. Well, let's see what we have here. He signed with Fox, so could he sign with AEW? I mean, I guess, theoretically he could, but he's not going to. NWA power for Punk. Dude, if I were Punk, I'd do AEW power. I love that thing. N- NWA power. CM Punk, chance will be in abundance now until he walks into that ring, not to mention Survivor Series weekend in Chicago. Yes. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the
2: show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Ernie here says, the Lana Rusev-Lashley angle the other night is one of the most awful angles I have ever seen. Turn off raw levels of bad. Who is this supposed to get interested in this match? You! You, the listeners, that's who's supposed to be interested in this. Am I supposed to come out of this looking, who is supposed to come out of this looking good, he asks. Who am I supposed to cheer for? I am legit hoping this doesn't affect Lana and Rusev's relationship. Well, according to an interview that Rusev did yesterday, everything is awesome. The angle's great. He loves it. It's the hottest thing in wrestling. What did he say? It's either some people think it's good and some people
4: think it's great. Hmm. Some people do.
2: This person Should thinks to... that Vince is going to change his name to Walt.
4: <laughs> Put a farmer's cap on and pair of overalls? Look at you, Walt. Walt. I mean, Wal- Walt guy, one of the, 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 the Godwin's uh, foreign exchange students or something.
2: This person here says, CM Punk thing is going to make you want to talk about Moxley Omega again. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Well, uh... hey, AW hey, and NXT tonight, everybody. Some great professional wrestling you're going to get to check out. Obviously, the build to war games, follow-up to the Full Gear show. What's Cody going to say? What's MGF going to say? Who's going to talk this week? Lots of great stuff coming up tonight. I'll be back later on with Wrestling Observer Radio. Dave and I will talk CM Punk oh. as well as AWNXT. You can hear it by signing up at WrestlingObserver.com. About 20 new shows every week, about 11,000 shows in the archives as a subscriber. Now would be a great time to sign up at WrestlingObserver.com. Get these podcasts delivered directly to your phone. All sorts of great stuff to listen to, plus Wrestling Observer newsletters. And we're out of time, everybody. I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.